Yo, 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 welcome to Crate 808. And today I am just bringing you a slight little window into what is happening on our Patreon. We are going in Wu-Tang Chronicles. We're kicking it off, doing every solo project of the Wu, if we can. And we're starting off with Ghostface Killer. So Iron Man is up today with our good friend Zilla Rocker. What a man. Absolutely brilliant points. Call out culture. Big yourselves up. And he had a lot to say on Ghost. So coming ahead are a few little clips into the conversation we got into. It was funny. It was insightful. It was passionate. And man, there were some claims made. So yes, enjoy this. If you like it, go to patreon.com forward slash crate 808. That's patreon.com forward slash crate 808. And just sign up, man. Sub. We've got three tiers. Even if you just give us the lowest tier, we appreciate all the love. You can join in the live chats. Uh, you can get to, up to two new episodes a month. We did an MF Doom one. We're now doing Ghostface. And yeah, here you go. Enjoy. Let us know what you think. And bang, sub up, man. And let's get this party started. Let's go. I like there was a while there for like the fader and like pitchfork. They were pushing things in a direction because, you know, people were downloading, people weren't buying any music yeah, yeah. and they were kind of putting all of this critical hype and praise on like the clips mixtapes and like early Rick Ross. Yeah. Um, and I felt like he, he and Ray, like Ray became like so irrelevant during that time because mm. Ray was just making every bad. This, he was like, <laughs> Like the sideshow Bob, like walking on a field of rakes, <laughs> like he's smacking over his face. Oh, it wasn't that bad, was it? Do you think? Yeah, like I... the Ray projects are bad. They're yeah. really bad. And I think because Ghost was just kind of doing straight ahead rap, but then kind of left field, like, you know, like the beat for like run. Like yeah. that's something people had never heard before. And then even doing like Kilo is a thousand grams. It's easy to remember. Yeah. You know, and then Shaky yeah. Dog. Shaky and I remember dog, yeah. like he started getting a lot of like hipster praise, but then more like serious writers. Like I remember like John Darnell from Mountain Goats was like praising Shaky Dog as like one of the best written pieces of art in the last mm. like 50 years, whatever it was. Wow. And he just he started getting like occupying like this critical space while like in the mainstream he was getting like less popular than ever in terms of like raw units uh the, the taste and the styles and like you know the south really becoming prominent but they were kind of, so to me i feel like they were kind of positioning him to be like this more the older like more critically accessible lavished upon artist but he was also rapping about things that that was kind of like the du jour thing mm. you know like oh we're big on this style right and then but then once that changed as tastes and styles do then he didn't really get the critical and then like his he started changing a lot of his stuff too but the 96 to 06 to me i mean we've said on our show a bunch like he's he's the greatest ever like that's yeah. the best run in rap history from a person rapping like i don't that's know crazy. yeah how you yeah. can do a better 10-year stretch than that even like the worst albums are like four mites So we have a swag and fashion segment. I haven't got a name for it yet. So if you think of one, let me know. Okay. But right. So we know what Ghost is saying. He's got the wallabies. He's got the mask, yeah. as I said, the chinchillas, wrist yep. pieces that are probably the best wrist pieces I've ever seen ever. There you go. Right. Boom. <laughs> uh, and, and, and there was one that I sent you earlier by email where he's holding, yep. he's got a man on a globe on his back. <laughs> yes. Tony Atlas. Tony Atlas. That's yep. it. It's just yep. amazing. And, and so I was going to say to you, of all this memorabilia, it might be something I've not even mentioned. Um, you can own 
one of these pieces to wear, my friend. <laughs> right? So, which one would you own? You got to go with the eagle. Yeah? That's, that is, like, so ridiculous. Yes. And it's amazing. And he had, like, those huge, like, he would say, Wonder Woman on. You know, like, you had the giant <laughs> bracelet. Yeah. And it was just, yeah. like, it's such he's such a child of slick Rick as a lot of those guys in that era are. Yes. But he was the first one to be like early to mid two thousands. Like I'm going to be the slick Rick of right now. Mm. Cause people, people were rocking chains forever. I mean, like that's, that's from the beginning. Yeah. But when he would do like the giant saucer plate and then the robe (laughs) were like studded and then have like the goalie mask sideways and then have this huge Eagle on his arm with like the wallabies he just looked like like a like a, like you couldn't even you couldn't describe that to someone in a believable way and they had to just see this shit <laughs> so him i couldn't say like that would look cool on somebody until he just walks on stage doing it or like in mm. a video like even the video for um uh apollo kids oh. where he's rocking like a two-tone ski mask i've never seen that before yeah. or after and then he's like just holding an ice cream cone, walking in front of a Benz with like a plush robe on. I'm oh. like, he he was really. They were good at being like, you can never be this. Mm. Like we are such a cut above, and that's what like once those guys to me stop putting that effort into their appearance and their persona, mm. it kind of just makes them more like regular and approachable, which you know most people are. But yeah, it that had him like so on like him having that crazy falcon thing on his wrist like 50 cent and all them couldn't even fathom the dress like this yeah right? yeah or jay like everyone had a chain okay yeah this dude walks in with like a bird on his arm <laughs> like no, like what is that it's amazing bird. it's a bird on his arm it's like incredible. the imagine the imagination like when jay when when ray had like the, the white gold tarantula on his neck mm. and then go shows up with a bird it's like the imagination and the visual side of these dudes as like pure creators and artists it puts them above people just rocking a big like figaro or like yeah. a chunky necklace or like you know, like a neck, you know, like a, some really nice rings or something. Like mm. you don't see someone with a spider on their neck in 1997 or yeah, like yeah. a giant falcon thing in 2002. <laughs> like no one was doing it. Exactly. Exactly. Imagine where, where <laughs> ODB would have taken it. I just, I, I love that. Oh. All the iconography was just incredible. It's so good. Uh, so, okay. Just to wrap it up then, you've got this falcon now, right? Yes, I got it. You have to wear it to one of these, my friends. You have okay. to. You, you're going to either a wedding, a funeral, mm. or a mm. job interview. You have to wear it to one of them. I gotta wear it to wedding. Yes, I mean this. I'm, I'm one of them people. When I go to the wedding, I just came. I went to a wedding a couple weeks back for the first time. You know, like 19 months or something. Mm. And I'm I'm the type of person when I go to the wedding. I I want people to look at what I'm wearing. Like, ooh, you know what I mean? Like. <laughs> I kind of want to shit on the groom a little bit, you know. That's just that's like a petty thing I'm I'm into. So when I went to this wedding a couple weeks back, I was you know I was getting the oohs and ahs, you know, briefly. Mm-mm-mm. Um, and at my wedding, I was totally fine with other dudes, you know, coming from my head. Yeah, because I can only wear but so much as yeah. a groom. So if I could wear the gold eagle, like who would not want to talk to me at the little table? You know what I mean? With the cards and hey, yeah. I'm Jim. I work with uh, Larry. And uh, how do you know him? Oh, I got this giant. Oh, like this is my bird. This is this is Mordecai, the bird. Name my eagle or my falcon, whatever I am. Oh, fabulous! Absolutely fantastic. Yeah. 
just to dive into the album a little bit, because right. yeah. obviously, you know, it's, 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 there's so many layers to this album. Right. But uh, general takes, I have a few categories here, my friends. Uh, okay. One was, I was just going to ask you really, what it, what is it? Because a lot of people love Ghost for different reasons. And as you've said, but like, what is it? On an on an album, you love about him. Is it his beat choices? Is it his uh, uh, rhyming? Is it is it just his rhyming? Like what what is it for you? So I, you know, the production is first for any artist, mm. right? In any style of music, like I don't care what you're saying, how your hooks go, who you're down with. If the beats don't work, or they're not arranged well, you're not coming with something you know vivid and awesome. Mm-hmm. Then who cares? So the Iron Man album. Like Iron Maiden, the beat is nuts. Unreal. And there's so many like stacks records, high records, samples, like 260. Mm. Um, but then you have stuff like Box and Hand, which is not, you know, it's like the second version. But yes. even the second version, which makes the record, like I've said about like Marsburg and is why I love Iron Man. There's mm. like sounds on this album where I don't know what they are. Like, I don't know if it's samples, mm. weird keyboards from 94, 95, 96. Is he like manip? Is RZA like manipulating something on an ASR? Is it someone's voice? I don't know what he's doing. So for mm-hmm. someone who's made beats for as long as I have as well, like I'm always fascinated when I don't know what's going on with the with the dynamics and sound. Mm-hmm. So there's beats like that on the record where I'm like, is this being played somewhere? Is this a record I don't know? I've never heard. So like that's number one. The beats are and there's like a like a high energy to the production. Mm. where it's like everyone's like charged up on this record you know what i mean like this yeah. is not an album like you study to <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah. or, or like buy groceries to or some shit like yeah, this yeah. is like a bunch of people are over you were feeling good or you're at the gym or like you're driving fast mm. like this is one of those production type of records and then rhyming wise the way it's the beginning of him being like high energy but like vivid and weird in a yeah. way it's like he has he has like he's not as like so esoteric as he became later mm. on like Woo Forever and and clientele, but he says like what's the line? He's like um, I'm Iron Man, no diecast metal. I'm still alloy. Yeah. True identity hidden inside secret tabloids. <laughs> Breathe oxygen. Both sides of my jaw carry oxes. The track hit like the bangers and hundred watt boxes. Like that's like the that's like so visual, mm. but in, like extravagant in a way. Like true identities hidden inside secret tabloids. Like that's crazy to even think about. Yeah. And so like the slang is in, and then he, it's like, it's like he, Ray and Cap on that record. were like really coming for each other. Like who can say the most <laughs> colorful, dazzling wild street shit that yeah. had never been said before. Yes. You know what I mean, when I say winter wars to you, would you say that's top five features all time by Kappa? I mean, I, I said it on our show. I might say on the Next Movement podcast, and they had me mm. talk about this album a couple of years ago. Now, to me, it's it's like I don't know what I don't know what's a better verse in Wu Tang history than Kappa. Like it's the best verse ever, damn. And the entire clan for all of them like that, and it hit at a time where like you could memorize those nine hundred bars pretty effortlessly as a fan. So like. Yeah. Shouts to Mike Eagle, one of the first times he came to Philly like 10 years ago. We were out drinking after a show, and that came on. And we were all at the bar doing every word for Winter Wars, like doing shots, hanging out. And that came on, and all of a sudden, it was like military stand-up, like ready to go, sir. I know all the words to Kappa. And Mike's like, me too. And so we just went in on that shit. 
So there you go, Ghostface Killer, Zilla Rocker. That chat is one of the fa- my favourite chats on Ghost. Just is one of my favourite chats on Ghost. So yes, if you really enjoyed it, go to patreon.com forward slash crate 808 and yeah sub there you can get new posts all the time there's polls uh, everyone's talking on there it's a bit of a community growing which is nice and yeah man just love to get you guys involved crate808.com for anything else check it out there and yeah big yourselves up i hope you enjoyed this catch you on the flip side boom <laughs>